Josh Monday, and I approve this message. Tell these liberals not to stun on me. I'm in the army, I always got a gun on me. My right hand on the Bible, left hand on my rifle. In Jesus' name, I'm God's disciple. Tell these liberals not to stun on me. I'm in the army, I always got a gun on me. My right hand on the Bible, left hand on my rifle. In Jesus' name, I'm God's disciple. You wanna raise our taxes and take my funds? And pass legislation to take all guns? If you try to take my weapon, that's when I get offended. I bought my home and I plan to defend it and to protect my land. To give to my descendants, I'ma fight tooth and nail to preserve the Second Amendment. You wanna start a war, we can easily end it. If the Civil War kicks off, we gonna gain our independence. Resist the propaganda they recite on the news. Because of your lockdowns, we got families fighting for food. You Democrats advocate, women have the right to choose. So if you mandate a vaccine, do we have the right to refuse? You shut the churches down with no respect for police. I got prime military that ain't to protect the weak. And I ain't talking. Peaceful protests in the streets. I'm talking guns drawn to protect God's sheep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. Uh, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, father, and army veteran. And I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, uh, Jason Monday. What's up, brother? Hi, everybody. Hey, how's it going, Ron and Josh? How's everybody going? God bless you guys. I'm uh, glad to be here today. and Thank you for having me. All right, and we have a special guest today. It's Ron from New England, uh, and he has his own podcast. It is uh, Wicked Planet. Uh, definitely recommend you guys to check that out. What's going on, Ron? How are you? I'm doing good, Josh. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing awesome. Uh, we're glad to have you on, man. Seriously, I've, I've heard a lot of uh, yeah, thank, a lot of shows that you've done. I really appreciate that. Yeah, Ron's been yeah, on a lot of different good. shows, man, and uh, you guys, you guys got to check those out. Definitely look up his name, Ron from New England. Thank so, you. so today uh, we're going to be going over uh, the Second Amendment, uh, gun control, uh, false flag shootings, uh, well, things that we think are false flag shootings, and uh, why the government would even need to take the guns in the first place. Um, and uh, first off, I'd like to go over a couple of uh, of uh, Bible verses that would have to do with the Second Amendment or protecting your home. Uh, first off, guys, if you want to turn to Psalms 144.1, let me go ahead and pull that up. If you guys want to, and this is going to be out of the NIV. Psalms, Psalms 144.1. Yeah. Psalms 144.1. And this is going to be David talking. This is, he's, he's the one that wrote it. Um, and this is more of, you know, for, for training you or, or for war. So it says praise be to the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. So uh, that's you know basically that one is not not pertaining to the actual Second Amendment, but it it, it is pertaining to David, uh, you know God helping him uh, train for war and for battle. Um, the other one I'd like to go to is um, Exodus twenty two two. If you guys can turn to Exodus twenty two two. So that's going to be, and this is going to be, if a thief is caught breaking in at night and is struck a fatal blow, the defender is not guilty of bloodshed. So this is basically saying, you know, if, if somebody comes into your home, you were definitely allowed to defend yourself, you know, and, and God is not going to, you're not going to be guilty of bloodshed because you are defending your home, you know? So, um, and the next one I'd like to go to. Is going to be in the New Testament. 
is going to be Luke 22, uh, verses 35 through 38. And let's go to that one. And Jason, anytime you want to jump in on the on any of these, like as far as uh, maybe I'm not interpreting them right, or you know, you can always jump in. So no, 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 no. no. That, that, that's that's totally right because because you understand in, in in biblical in biblical sense, you know, there's a lot of war, there's a lot of battles in in the Bible. Joshua is a whole book about war, and it, it, you don't get. That's why in the law, if, if someone does break in your house. You have you have the right to defend yourself. If he if he's leaving, and you pursue him, and then you end up getting caught and get in trouble, yeah, then you're gonna get probably manslaughter or because uh, he was attempting yeah. to leave. If he's on his way out, that, that, that's totally different. And I that's see what it's, it's on the next that next verse. It does say that I should have probably brought that up. Oh. It says that if it's daylight. And then, and you know, then, then you will be charged because it, it's like Jason was saying, you can interpret it as if the person is leaving or on the way out, like not intending to steal anymore and you still kill them. Then yeah, that's, that's how God sees it too. So, uh, so Luke 22, this is Jesus talking. Okay. So it says, then Jesus asked them when I went, when I sent you without purse bag or sandals, did you lack anything? Nothing, they answered. He said to them, but now if you have a purse, take it and also a bag. And if you don't have a sword, sell your cloak and buy one. And it is written, uh, as he was numbered with the transgressors, and I tell you that this must be fulfilled in me. Yes, what is written about me is is reaching its fulfillment so what jesus is saying this is before jesus actually is about to get arrested and be put on the cross so what he's telling the um the disciples is to sell their cloak and and get a sword so a sword is not a gun but a gun is obviously what we use nowadays so jesus was just saying hey um, i know that there was also a verse where jesus did say to peter which is it was just right before jesus got arrested i want to tell you talk bring this one up too jesus did tell peter basically if you live by the sword you'll die by the sword put your put your sword away but jesus is only saying that because he knew already that he, that he has to do the will of his father in heaven and he had to yeah, get arrested was, at that moment that's all yeah, he, he said that for us he was calling the shots right there the whole time. It's like, hey man, it's uh, it's not it's not time for battle. It's time for it's time for submission. You gotta you yes. gotta go chill. Because because Peter always Peter always jumped on jumped to conclusion and did things like that. And, and God always had to stop him. Hey, by stop, emotion. Stop. He was living up. by emotion. Yeah. Stop jumping up. Nothing's gonna happen. This is supposed to happen. Go, go and prepare yourself because this is this is gonna get it's gonna get ugly. All right. So also I'd like to just say this. This is just like something that I was thinking. So we can take a hammer, okay, and build a beautiful home, okay? Or you could take a hammer and you could kill someone with it. But they're not going to go and just take take all the hammers, you know what I mean? They're not going to they're not going to ban that. Um let me just well, let me just go ahead and read what the second amendment actually is so that our audience is is um well versed on it before we start. So the second amendment is a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed which means you government it shall not be infringed right so that right there i mean they they hopefully they just it would be nice if they followed that but obviously see, it's see, being see, infringed everyone has to understand that they're listening because people people take that as Oh well, they just have guns out there that are legally with no serial numbers on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take those guns off the market. That's fine. 
No, it's not but fine. People that are legal, cops don't go looking for people with guns that are legally registered and and they know they they, they go they're looking for the ones to take off the street you know like and and they're always talking about ar-15s and and their assault rifles and that's what it stands for it's not an assault rifle it's the only gun basically on the market that's relevant to defend yourself against a tyrannical government because it actually it's not it's not as it's not as it's not a automatic but you you know you can still get it still it does a lot of damage. But what do you want us to have now? You want us to have shotguns with with birdshot? Uh, you want me to have a BB gun in a in a in a? You want me to bring a pen to a knife fight? You want, <laughs> to, bring, you want me to bring a spur gun to a to a cannon battle? That's not fair. <laughs> this isn't about hunting or killing other people. This is about taking the rights away from you defending yourself against when they come to your door and go, look, you're gonna do this and you're gonna do that and you're gonna be like. I don't agree with that. And they'll be like, well, we're going to kill you. And you're like, okay, well, go outside and I'm going to get my guns and you're going to get your guns and we're going to, we'll settle up. That's fine. And you're going to bring attention to yourself because no one's going to want to have a battle and shoot out in front of all That's noticeable. They can't contain that. But when you start taking the rights like that away and putting out there like, like all these uh, uh, mass shooting here, mass shooting there, mass yeah. shooting, mass shooting. It's always in Colorado or in places that 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 that, that too many people would be. You, you can't just you just can't single out just the same person. It's kind of like just how the assassin. I don't want to go to this, but assassinating John F. Kennedy. You're bringing in. Uh, uh, you're cooking up a story so quickly on somebody that has probably had nothing to do with it. And, you, and 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 there's no way that you're gonna come up. What about you, Ron? What do what, what do you what do you think about uh, uh, this 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 type the of the good old uh, Second Amendment? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's yeah. just let's the let's concentrate on gun control. Let's concentrate on the gun control and Second Amendment thing. What do you think about the Second Amendment, Ron? And in your time, have you ever in all your years, Ron, have you ever seen such an assassination attempt on our Second Amendment rights? Uh, not like it is being pushed now, because you know that that was Hillary's agenda when she was running against Trump. Yes, uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, hidden camera things that Project Veritas had done, where they actually uh, got on tape Hillary. Hillary people that work for Hillary say, "Well, what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to take the guns. It's going to happen, but we're going to do it in baby steps." And I think that's what <laughs> I think that's what Biden is trying to do right now. Now Biden comes out and says. Well, uh, the amendments of the Constitution are not absolute. Well, I'm pretty sure they're absolute. And I'm pretty sure the Second Amendment amendment clearly states will not be infringed. Shall and not. Yeah. Shall. And if you look at, look at it in, in a lawyer's definition of shall is it's like, you know, what I mean, that, that's just saying, you know, what I mean, yeah. that okay. just don't touch it. So, so my idea on this is, OK, so when this country was founded, it was founded on the three things they said, guns guts and glory and that's how this country was founded it was a it was a christian country yep. and, yeah and, and we wanted to have the guns to defend us defend ourselves against the british when they were being tyrannical which they were in the overtaxation. and yep. i think that's kind of what we're coming up against right now but doesn't the second amendment also say that if you have a tyrannical government it is it is your duty your obligation to to overthrow them yeah, and, and I and I'm you know, and I'm not calling for revolution, but I think that's where we're headed. I really oh. do. I mean, you got you got the Democrats. The first thing they want to do is 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 find a way to get rid of the guns. Yeah, you know, and they're, and they're talking about the ghost guns now. Now, 
Biden does this executive order on gun control. Yes. Okay. There's not. He's not done anything by legislation. Everything's been executive orders, and, and he's and, and remember, process. Hold on. Skipping let me, processes to let me make remember, his point. remember. Remember when he was running and he said only a dictator would yes, would control would control their government through the use of executive orders. Okay, and that's all he has done. Okay, I so mean, let if, if that isn't a if that isn't a definition of a dictator, I don't know what is. I got a good thing on that. Okay, um, if you want to talk about now, we're not going to veer off into another subject, but I just want to say this: Donald Trump was the only recent president that was taking America away from Agenda 2030. Obama was making us all fall right in line, and I know that the elites thought that Hillary Clinton was just going to come right in and keep it rolling. But after Biden got into office, he started signing those 70 executive orders to try to put us right back in line with the agenda 2030. And I think gun control is part of their agenda for sure. Um, I believe that's what was happening. That's why the oil, that's why the oil pipeline, Jason, hold on. That's why the oil pipeline was just shut down because that's more for the green deals that they have in agenda 2030. But go ahead, Jay. Well, well that, that's fine. But think about this. Okay. So. In Pearl Harbor, when Pearl Harbor was attacked, okay, that was a very serious thing, right? But when they asked the generals and the military leaders of the Japanese, they said, why didn't you advance on California, like to push past California and invade it? You had the open shot. They said, because once you get to Arizona, you have million man armies in Texas. You have a six million man army in Wisconsin. In Michigan, you have a six million man army. You have a backwoods people, Kentucky, you have a million man army fully strapped with these boys aren't like they're not like people in california where they're like oh man let's go surfing dude they're out there going check it out they're going to take our rights away they're soon going to come and these do these boys out there are ready they don't they don't care they're not like they, they don't they don't sit around and pander to to their backwoods dudes man i don't know you're from ron you're from where uh from uh new england, new england <laughs> he's he's ron from new england bro no, I'm just so, kidding. So check it out, ron. you understand that you know you know what i mean so outside outside uh when you got outside uh, democratic states, Oregon, California, uh, New York, if we, they came to invade, there's no guns in those states. They could just move right in Arizona. They start moving people from California, Arizona. They want to change those rights out there now from not to carry no more because people are afraid. They don't want to see people walking around with guns. They're scared, but that they don't understand the re, what, what the people that died, the things that people had to go through to get those rights. You, you, they don't understand what they're trying to, what they're trying to take slowly. That's that's what that's Hillary was smart. We'll just nibble at them and nibble at them and nibble at well, them. Well, that's take away. Dude. over here over here over there concentrate on russia concentrate on this but yes rights will be slowly taken away and then when when then they're all gone what do you how do you defend yourself what do you do yeah let me tell you let me tell you something about new england and the funny thing is is that originally i am from kentucky oh my dad too bro oh, family our family too yeah, yeah, <laughs> but i've been i've been into england uh you know most of my life but, but I could tell you, uh, New England is six states, okay? You have Southern New England, which is Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island. And yes, then, you have, then you have Northern New England. So it's almost like a North and South thing in New England also. So you have uh, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. So let me tell you something about New Hampshire and Maine. We have very lax gun laws here. A lot of people are armed, like 
almost everybody is armed in New Hampshire. And I want to say a vast majority of people in Maine are also armed. Uh, but New Hampshire and Maine, we have some of the lowest gun crime rates in the country. And I think Maine is actually number one because more people are armed and you're going to think twice about like you say breaking into somebody's house and uh and, and trying to do them harm or whatever because you will get shot yeah and and, and so in new hampshire where i am this law has been on the books for a long time if you break into somebody's house to burglarize it or to do them harm those people are home their family's home you have the right to use deadly force to protect your home and protect the members of your family. It's been like that in New Hampshire for a long time. The cops joke and say, just make sure he's inside. And if you shoot shoot him out on the porch, drag him inside. Yeah. Because they, because they don't, and the cops say that jokingly, of course, Yeah, but they say that. So uh, in New Hampshire, they, they recently got rid of the, uh, you do not need a, uh, permit now to uh, conceal carry. I don't believe in Maine you do either. You know, I'm not really up on the laws in Vermont. I spend a lot of time in Maine, uh, more so than Vermont. Uh, I used to spend a lot of time in Vermont, but, you know, Vermont is heavy-duty liberal state compared to New Hampshire and Maine. Yeah, but, uh, I could tell that they they they, anyways, they voted. Yeah. I remember when when the election was going on, I saw I saw Vermont boom blue like right away. Okay, well, so so we have. From, well, well, hold on, hold on, Josh. I remember being in Kentucky when my dad died and going out there and taking stuff at court, and there was like an eighty-year-old woman in court, and she's talking about some she had some problems on her property and this this was she was taking care of at court and she goes and that guy came in my front yard and i pulled out my 45 and she had it on her hip right there in court and she's like and i pointed it at him i said now you better get out of here buddy or i'll blow your brains out and he he's, and he took off running like a son of a gun and i and and, and she walked and she goes oh and the judge goes next and he calls her up and she walks up there with her, a sidearm on her hip no problem in court and it, it was a backcountry court so it, but i was like wow yeah, that was now that now that, that courtroom was was very backcountry. They don't crime rate out there because they get <laughs> blasted out there. All right, so, so I believe. I just, well, hold. Okay, go I ahead. Go to ahead. make a quick comparison, though, Josh. Just a yes, quick go comparison. ahead. So you have northern northern New England where the gun laws are very lax. Uh, we have very low crime rate compared to other parts of New England. Massachusetts, you're not even allowed to own a handgun. If you get caught with a handgun unregistered, you have no. Oh, yeah. it's, a autom- it's an automatic year in jail. Yeah. Yeah. So even if you're going to travel through Massachusetts, say you're traveling from New England to, you know, to go down south or whatever, and you have firearms with you, you have to let Massachusetts know that you're traveling through Massachusetts. Uh, and I'm not sure. I'm. I believe there's a special permit you have to get or whatever. But you like don't want to get to or something. You got, you got to do that. But you have to let them know wow. you cannot go into Massachusetts with a handgun. Wow. Okay. So I, I the South Mass is like really bad neighborhoods is down there, right? Like, well, like yeah. East Eastern Mass, Eastern Mass, like from Worcester, Worcester East to Boston, it's pretty rough. So yeah. I, I believe, guys, that the Second Amendment uh, was was created also to protect the First Amendment. You know, um, I think that uh, you know right now, as you can see, uh, you know, with the with the whole Corona thing, the the government, you can see them being semi tyrannical right now with the churches. They're trying to take away the our God given right to worship, and then you you're trying to see them slowly take away our God given right to bear arms. Now in China, 
they, they, dude, the the churches ha- they're like underground. Dude, the Christian the Christian churches, the pastors when they're having uh, sermons like underground, they're they're actually risking jail time. And I'm seeing pastors now even risking jail time too. Man, there's like certain. You know what I heard? You know, what I heard? You, know you know what they do? The guy will walk into the room with a gun, like with a with a with a with a with a with an automatic machine gun, come inside and go. If you're if if anybody who's a Christian who's not a Christian better get out of here right now. And all the people are like, and people that are just run out, run out, they're scared. And the guy locks the door behind him, sets down the gun and goes, all right, guys, let's have church now. Let's have church. Huh. And so he's got to do things like that to skip because you get, because out there it's like, if you get, like you said, you, you risk death, beheading, stuff like that out there. So that's how they got to do it. You got to walk in there. Like anybody who's not Christian, get out, put the gun down. And then, then they have church. He's like, I'm like, wow, man, that's yeah. pretty Pastor, I know a pastor that uh, that that was telling me that that it, it's like that. He went to China back when all this Corona stuff was not going on, and and he said that those he felt the Holy Spirit up in there because those people are getting persecuted just to even be able to worship. So you know that they're sacrificing a lot just to be able to have service. But I kind of see, I kind of see, man, how they're. Do you see how they're kind of infringing? on our right for certain, you know, a right to worship. So that's why the second amendment, I believe like me, I'm a soldier, United States military. I'm out of the military now, but I'm willing to die for God and my family and protect the body of Christ, man. And, and I know that some Christians are like, Oh, you shouldn't be having weapons or guns, but dude, me, I'm, I'm totally opposite. I've been trained in the military. Um, and I will definitely, I would definitely, I would, I would definitely bear arms to protect our church, especially the church I go to or the body of Christ. And that's just me. You know, I know some people may, oh, I'm, they're scared of weapons or whatever, but I'm not afraid and I'm actually trained. So it's a little different for me. But I, I heard you bring up the ghost gun thing. Uh, Joe Biden is trying to ban the ghost gun. Um, see, what that is, is that that is basically wep- a weapon like an AR-15, for example, purchased in parts. So what you do is you buy this part here, you buy this part, you buy this part, and then you, put, and then you assemble... Hold on. And then you assemble the weapon together. So that is basically going to be an unregistered weapon that the government can't track. And there hasn't been any mass shootings at all used a ghost gun used in any of them. All these mass shootings that happen are all registered weapons. And they're always either someone that's crazy or something like that. So why is he going to go and ban the ghost guns? That has nothing to do with any of the mass shootings or anything. And also... He doesn't want to, no, he doesn't want to ban the ghost guns. He wants to put serial numbers on every part so that he can track every part going to every person. If he, So that's called... That, that's an exact... That's as far as he could go. He went to he went to Garland, his, his chief justice guy. He's like, hey, how far can I get along right now before I, can, like, before I have to go through legislation? He's like, okay, you could do this. You can start doing this but it's slowly taking that okay now we're going to attract those parts to the people and they're like okay this many people have ar-15s in california this many people have ar-15s here okay so if if now 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 let's 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 make a plan to where we could take those start taking those away because they're going to know what you have if anything went down the government already knows everything about you everything. of course you have of course phone. if you're ordering those parts online they already know you they already know what you're ordering they know everything about you the Patriot Act already lets them infringe on your rights yeah. already. So why why do they care about those little parts going to your house? Wow. Because because they know that you could defend yourself when the, when the government comes knocking at your door. The, All right, Ron, on. go ahead. Okay, so I just want to I just want to make a quick statement, and I know this goes a little deeper than what we're going to get into, but no, go deep, Ron. The, yeah, the Patriot the page the, the Patriot Act was brought in after the use 
of one of the biggest false flags we've ever seen in our country. Yes. 9-11. Yes. And, and 9-11 was used to bring in the Patriot Act. Yeah. And look at what we got. And everybody said, oh, it says Patriot in the name. So it's got to be good for us. And, uh, and and you're right. They do know. They, they well, they want to know where all the guns are. Right. So uh, but when you buy these so-called ghost guns, which I've really never heard them uh referred to as ghost guns me neither but i've never heard anybody use it a term they start to push out there because they want to get people scared like oh who has these gangbangers probably have all these ar no they don't go doing that stuff they, they don't assemble their weapons like that they go buy those that. guns off the street Right, right, but doesn't the receipt when you buy a receiver, doesn't it have serial numbers on it? It does. Yes. I, 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 mean, I mean, Jason, the receiver, you got nothing. I'm telling you, bro. I read it up, dude. He he doesn't want that to happen anymore, bro. He doesn't want you to be able to buy the parts and put the weapon together. He's trying to get that. I believe he's. I believe he's trying <laughs> he, to get he, that banned. He said it today. He goes, "You anybody can go out there and assemble a weapon in 30 minutes." I know Have he said that. He doesn't even know minutes. what he's talking about. He doesn't know he's, what he's talking I know about. because he's, he's so stupid. He's, he, nope. does, he doesn't get it. He's like, <laughs> I have to say the president is not a smart guy. Well, okay, I'm not, I'm not being mean. I'm not trying to be. You got to say everybody <laughs> that goes get it. He's not a very smart guy. He's not. All right. Well, I he's think not. he used to be. I think he used to be. He yeah, was. He was. But, but now but now he's definitely having cognitive issues. There's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, that's for sure. He's a puppet. And this is how the progression of it works, because this is what Hitler did in Nazi Germany. One, they defunded the police and, and, they, and they turned the brown shirts into their national police force, right? Hitler's police force. Wow. They ordered everybody to register their guns. And through registration, forced registration, they knew where every single gun was. Yep. So then when it was time for gun confiscation, they said, okay, this guy, he's got six guns. Yep. This guy's got four guns. This guy's got three guns. Go get them. And when you go there and you go to the house and you say, listen, you got six guns registered. Where are they? I don't have six guns. I have four guns. Where's the other two? I don't have another two. Oh, really? Well, let's take you outside and put a gun to your head until you tell us where the other two <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, this is wow. real. What so you're saying, then, bro. And then, and then once they disarm the population, yep. then they can do whatever they want. I don't ever, ever. I'll tell you what. If there's enough people in this country that go along with that, they don't deserve to be Americans. Oh, no, they dude. They don't, they don't deserve anything like that. Because, because they've been subverted so much. And, and, and they don't understand that, that when the truth comes to them, they'll be like, Oh my gosh. Why didn't anybody tell me? Like, do people have been telling you for a long time? This is what they're doing. Communism is is it, and, and all this stuff they, they do, it's it's it isn't gonna be it is gonna be infringed. They want this America was is the last country where you, you could do right to worship, freedom of speech, uh free a right to bear arms, a lot of rights. And now I feel like we're this coronavirus, all this stuff going on is 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 an excuse to go through a, 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 a emergency like this and be like, okay, well, and everybody's more worried about them dying and getting, catching a disease and then looking and going, man, what, how come I only have a, how come I only have a shotgun with birdshot? How come I yeah. can't, whatever happened to my guns? And when they come knocking on your door and say, okay, okay. And if you don't get, like you said, they're going to take you to jail. And then, and when they, they, they defund the police, they do all this stuff to do the steps. Right. And, and like, I know a buddy of mine that I coach, I coach his, his, his uh, son in football. He's a, he's an LAPD officer. He goes, if I, if this, this comes down to them taking away our guns, everybody on the police force will quit. 
He said, we will quit and we will band up and we will go with our brothers. And we they, raise. that's what he's talking about. Like, he goes, we are ready. Have you, have, we're ready you to the States, have you seen the states that are fighting back against Biden's gun yeah. laws? I see Arizona. Arizona yeah. said that they're not, they signed an executive order. The governor actually that said that, that he's not going to apply. He's not going to comply it's with any like of it. Secession is coming soon. Yeah. I feel secession is coming soon. People right. are going to want to secede from the, the union. Texas already looks like they want to do it. Florida already looks like they want to do it. Arizona is like, man, why do we even want to have an election with you guys? You guys are going to ruin everything. We want to have our, we don't want to get invaded by China, Iran. Like, remember the movie Red Dawn? That, 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 that stuff can happen at any time. And when you don't have guns to protect yourself it's not about even defending yourself against your own government what about a, what about an invasion from another country comes in and just you, what are you gonna do you're like oh my god pew 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 i got okay, pew, so, pew. so jason you said earlier uh when they talked to the japanese generals and why they could never have an invasion of the United States. They said they didn't want to because they knew that there was there was a lot there, there, there was no. There's way. a weapon there behind every. They, they said there's a weapon behind every uh, blade of grass is what they every said basically. Yeah, yeah. they're right because there's more guns in this country than there is people. Yes. So United States has the largest standing army in the world. <laughs> yeah. So so but what is the one thing that they're using? What, are the, what is the one thing that they're using to keep people home, to keep people scared of guns, to keep all this stuff, right? It's fear. Yeah. They, they, they're making people, they, they want to instill as much fear as possible because then if you're all scared, then you look to the government to help you. you yeah. For the government to protect you. I can tell you right now, help is not coming. No. So, so, <laughs> for so sure. Americans, Americans need to stand up. And yes. something else I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of and something I believe in 100 percent, and it's actually part of the Second Amendment as well, is a well-regulated militia. Yes. I think there need to be more militias. Okay. And it was actually something I was reading that there was some ex-generals or current generals that are willing to work with local militia groups for training and things like that. Dude, we're coming down to the wire. Yes. Something is going to I agree. Happen. Okay. People, people are going to get tired. So we have to think about this, Jason. Hold on, Jason. Jason, hold on. That's the only answer coming now. That's what I feel like. We got to think about this, guys. So the Patriot, the Patriot Act was passed, right? So they can monitor every single telephone call. There's a there's an actual base in Utah, and that's all they do. As soon as they hear the word bomb or something or whatever, they start listening to that conversation. Jason, hold on. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. So what they do is, so when we try to militia up and try to make those phone calls, and they try, we try to like build an army like that they can hear every single thing we're saying so that's what they've made it tough so that patriot act was huge to pass also back then in 2001 they also passed an emergency fema so whenever they whenever they operate whenever they operate with fema or they they activate fema it takes away all the constitution so right now we are under state of emergency in all of these states you know as as uh, ron i heard you on uh um, on a live and that's why they're doing they're keeping the vaccine going or else they couldn't but um let's state of emergency since 1940 of the stock market dude and josh what you're saying right there about about all that uh what, what, what uh you were getting into um about the uh what, what did you just say right now you, the patriot act the, the patriot act was used so that when we communicate with our no, militia friends awesome they shut so it down when you're on youtube and you're on google and you go on that stuff 
it sends you stuff like like algorithms where like if you're like interested in things now now i can't even look up like i was looking up the las vegas shooting which I'm, I'm i was like that's a big time false flag i was looking at that i'm like now i can't even get videos or anything on it and i have to log in and, and it has to have my has to have my name yeah. and who i am and why, why like how old i am it's like dude who cares? Don't leave me alone. I just want to look up the Las Vegas shooting. That's it. Doesn't matter. It's it's that's honestly why, the date. That's why, Jason, you can't use Google. Yeah, I use DuckDuckGo. Yeah, there's better. It is <laughs> actually better this option out. For Telegram. Telegram was a, a place where you could go in, and, and it was a different messenger besides your own phone. It was had had, had firewalls against it. Guess who just purchased it? Bill Gates. He bought it for six million dollars, and that was a site where people were going to where they were talking like more conservative, more conservative people that wanted to get across and get their message across without their, them being being hacked. Or uh, yeah. guess what? All Bill right. Gates buys it for six million, and he says, "Oh, no, no one's going to be doing that." Interesting point. All right. So next, okay, like guys, we we talked about. We definitely got into some good stuff. Um, one little thing I wanted to bring up was the background checks. Uh, that, that passed, you know, once one of the, some of these school shootings happened, but the, that's the VA, that's happened. The hold on. Check has been so the VA, forever. that's a stupid law. It's been, it's been there. So forever. the V, the VA, you know, which is our military, uh, you know, hospital was sending PTSD information, which violates HIPAA. So some of the veterans that try to buy a weapon, you know, like, let's say they ended up going to Afghanistan, Iraq, they ended up killing people. They ended up getting PTSD. They're fighting for our country. They go and they use the VA loan. They buy their own house and they have their family now. Now they try to purchase a weapon to protect their home. They get denied, which gets under my skin big time. So I wanted to talk why? about that. You know why, Josh? You know why? Because they went to go fight for our country and then our country, when they go home, abandoned them, dude. Yeah. So they know, hey, our country is not as what you think it is. So now they want to go buy a weapon because they know that the country's so bad that they know that the country will double cross anybody's ass. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Whenever uh, they can, they never get a chance. Right. So when that happens, what do you do? Yeah. Oh, we, we don't want this guy that, that already knows the, the, he's already seen the puppet show and he's want to own a weapon and he can spread the, the message of how the government's bad. The government's not good. Yeah. Even in battle, even in war, we go stick our nose in businesses that we don't need to be in. We, we like George, George Washington said when this government was founded, we need to stay be our own sovereign government and stick our nose in our own business and nobody else's. All right, and we let's, start doing that. You start wanting to go into, you go into things you want to open up that you don't want to be into. All right, let's get into, uh, let's get into, cause we have a lot to go over dude in, 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 uh, in a, in a short amount of time. So, uh, Let's do, okay, say, what did they use to get the public to fall in line with their plan of taking our weapons? In my humble opinion, false flag shooting events. That's what I feel, you know? And um, I'm not saying every single one is false flag, but there's always, like, the, the official story, there's always all these things we could just pick apart like crazy. Um, the first one I, I, I kind of wanted to see if Ron maybe looked into a little bit was the, the most recent one, that Colorado shooting that just happened. Um, I know that that shooting uh, just made uh, uh, President Joe Biden uh, ban the pistol brace, which is how you convert a pistol to be an AR-15. So what they did, now he's trying to brace it in the next, uh, or sorry, not brace it, sorry. He's trying to ban it in the next 30 to 60 days through executive order because he said that that's what the guy used to go into the store and, and shoot uh, the, the people or whatever. So did you kind of look into the Colorado shooting a little bit, Ron? Yeah, I, I mean, I know a little bit about it. I mean, okay. uh, 
What was some inconsistencies you saw in that? Well, well, this one's got false flag written all over it. Okay. Uh, Which is, you know, it kind of makes you wonder who's running the program here because it goes, it kind of goes against the narrative, but then again, it doesn't go against the narrative Uh, because if it was going to go with the narrative, it would have been a white shooter, Uh a white, a white Christian that went crazy. It went in and shot up a bunch of minorities. Yeah. That would have been huge news. We'd still be hearing about it every single day, but that's not what happened. The person, the person that shot up the Colorado store was a 21-year-old Syrian, right, uh, who had, uh, like, allegiances to ISIS. Yeah. Right? So, so he goes in and he shoots 10 people, right, I- including a, uh, either off, off-duty cop or a retired cop or whatever. Uh, every single one of those victims were white. Yeah. So, so that, that goes against the typical narrative, right? Yes. So now he's not... You know, he's a terrorist, possibly, but he's not a white domestic terrorist. Yeah. Right. So so that so so how fast how fast did that story disappear? Yeah, it was very fast. I, I mean that disappeared out of the news cycle within two or three days, right? Yep. Uh because because it didn't fit the narrative. However, however there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of questions. Well, he was radicalized, allegedly. Well, that, 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 I can say that about anybody. I can say that about me and myself. I'm radicalized, but it's like you can go around okay. and say stuff like that. But right, right. But during but during that, they were interviewing this gentleman out in the parking lot, uh-huh. and I mean, no, nobody's in the background going crazy. No, I mean, there's no. It's not like mayhem or anything like that. <laughs> like it's supposed to be. They're interviewing this guy out in the parking lot. And he's just as calm, like he just went in and you know bought his. <laughs> Bought his twelve pack of beer and got his smokes or whatever. Yeah. It, it, but what's the one thing that he says? He goes, "Boy, this would be a good time to do something about gun control." Oh. And then what happened? Goodness. Then what happened? Yeah. Biden comes right on in the next couple of days, pushing his gun control agenda. And, and I really don't know how it's going to go anywhere. I really don't. You have all these states pushing back, but this is an example of a possible false flag. Yes. Right? We don't know if this guy was MK Ultra. We don't know if he was on drugs or anything like that just to just lose his so stuff I, and go okay so like that. so basically they tried to sell the story they're like oh yeah this this guy was in a wrestling class in, in high school and he and he yelled out uh, he lost a wrestling match and he yelled out i'm gonna kill everybody they tried to build that story and um also um they, they tried to say something else like i guess he was in class and somebody said something to him and they ended up punching him so he's like he's off the chain you know this guy's crazy so they try to build this story they always do this with all these shootings um i saw a video jay hold on i saw a video okay and this guy was supposedly at the scene and the shooting was going on there was an old man sitting there bro just looking at his cell phone just super relaxed i saw people that were down with no blood right and the guy's like He's on his uh, he's like on his Instagram live going, call the police, guys, call the police. There's a shooting here. And then he 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 pans the camera to this old man, and the old man is just sitting there. And then he's like, "Where'd the shooter go?" And then and the old man just points like he, he's in there, all calm, dude. Like nothing's going on, and there's no blood anywhere. Like what? Oh, yeah, Come the on. Guy out, the guy the guy they're interviewing out in the parking lot says, uh-huh. "Yeah, my ex-wife is in the store, <laughs> and hopefully she's okay." Like no problem. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, if it was my ex-wife, I wouldn't care either way. Yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah. So I mean, this is this has got questions all over it, you know. And I don't want to come out and say everything's a false flag because it yeah. isn't. Yeah. I mean, there was seven seven mass shootings like that week. Yeah. You know, and I and I looked into some of them, and some of them were just your your standard drive-by shootings. Yeah. You know, 
and uh, and then of course we had the one in uh, uh, Georgia, which which we'll go about the one in Atlanta. But uh-huh. uh, but you know this one has got way too many questions attached to it. Yep. Uh, it just it just was odd. It, this the scene was odd. I mean, you go in, you shoot up ten people. I mean, there's going to be mayhem out there. Yeah, there's going to be ambulances everywhere. There's going to be cops everywhere. There's going to be no witness. There's going to be no people hanging out and trying to figure yeah. out what's going yeah, on. Well, if this other person's on Instagram live, well, why didn't you call nine one one, dude? Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, why are you going to tell your people on Instagram live? Call nine one one, right? So, um, yeah. and also, oh, if it, you know what, you know, you know what. <laughs> If you had a weapon and you could walk around with a non-concealed and, and you and you could like have a weapon on your on a sidearm, do you think that shooter is going to go out there and do that? No, because the first person that saw that going on would have shot him and said, "Hey, I saw him pull out his, his AR-15. I put I plugged two in his chest, one in his head. Sorry, yeah, that's that's Sorry, why the shootings." The shootings always happen in places. No more shootings, no more massive shootings, no more. Because one guy's gonna go, I shot him, and the rest, the rest of the country. The, the it happened in go, a church, though. Listen, this guy walked into a church, and this is on video with the AR-15, and he and he shot one person. The person had a concealed and carry. Boom! He pulled his gun out. Boom! Shot him. He was done. One person got shot, not even killed, but the guy that actually pulled the AR, he's killed. So you're right, Jason. The concealed and carry thing is definitely they, they're going to stay away from a place like that, right? And also, like he was saying, if it's ISIS and all that stuff, dude, they usually work in numbers and in packs. So if you're standing out there, oh, let me just okay. do an interview real quick. Wouldn't people be afraid to? But all right, so that's that's something else I was just going to say, which is another reason why you know something is odd about this, right? Like like you don't know during a shooting event like that, that there isn't more than one shooter. For sure. They so, could be so waiting. It didn't even look like they secured the scene. Good point. It didn't even look like they secured the scene. I mean, it could have been, all right, so, so this is a terrorist tactic, right? Uh, this was a good Al-Qaeda one that Al-Qaeda used to pull. And it worked out really good. What they would do first is they would do some type of one explosion, right? Small. An explosion, a small, well, a smaller explosion. Yeah, so not small. And yeah, then, And then all people would congregate to help the people. All your first responders would show up. Boom. Police would show up. And then, boom, they'd let off the real one and kill more people. Yeah. You know, we don't, How did they know that that wasn't the situation in Colorado? Yeah. I mean, they were all just out there, just all like, oh, it's all calm. Nobody's going to check on these people laying in the ground, like you say, with no blood. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. You know, it's just there's too many questions that, that are left unanswered on that. that All right. Thing. So that. But they pushed the gun control immediately after it. For and sure. And he wasn't using an AR. And he was, he was just. He was yeah, using so, that so pistol. They reported, they with the pistol brace. He was, using, he was using a Ruger AR pistol. Yeah. It's and a 5.56. Five, five, yeah. And yeah. hold on. And the cop that was killed, his parents came on the news and said, my son would be appalled if his name was being used to do anti to, to do anti-gun type of thing. By using his name to be involved in a type of thing like this, he would be appalled. He goes, he died. I get the, the his parents said this, his mom. I understand that he died, but he would him. Him, my son would be appalled that his name yeah, that's interesting used in a false flag she said in a false flag shooting like this and wow. it's like wow okay well this even the mom is saying something like that that she must know something like all you, right you, you understand like, like this is a this is a cop 
mom this i swear this is what all right let's said. get let's get into the vegas said. shooting bro we got we probably have like this is gonna be like a uh we're gonna have to knock this one out all right so the vegas shooting man that's another one man it was pretty crazy this crazy event so i'll go in first off i'll go into um the day before the vegas shooting there was a homeland security drill the day before usually when you see these active shooter events there's always a drill beforehand so steven paddock is the guy they say killed them uh, as the killer, sorry, the murderer, the one that was up there in the, in the hotel room. So his dad was a bank robber. So that's how they kind of built the story up to say, hey, his dad was a bank robber. You know, he's crazy too. He was a millionaire that was contracted through the government. He was an auditor uh, at one time for the government. Uh, he owned several real estate properties. He made money off his real estate deals. He owned several properties. He also owned airplanes and he was a pilot so this guy is not some crazy psycho weirdo dude this guy is a competent person he has his pilot license uh one of the planes that he actually owned used to be owned by the fbi so he purchased a plane from the fbi or they just put it in his name now um some people were saying that this gentleman maybe has some ties to the cia that's something maybe he was doing some illegal stuff for him um this dude is a straight gambler right he was gambling night after night uh he was even gambling the night of the shooting and he didn't lose a whole bunch of money that night it's not like he had some crazy motive to do this um but uh let's go over the timeline of when he was um when he actually entered the hotel or actually came to the hotel. So it was, it was a week before. Yeah. It was a week before, before but, but you gotta understand something. He was, a, he was a regular there. He don't, he was, he was. Hands with all of the people that, that, that worked there. Then they, you don't hug people and employees and just like, you just show up the Manly Bay. Like you just, like you just been there for a week to try to make him seem like he was only there for like, two weeks and he got to know everybody that easily no this guy lived in mesquite came there to vegas all the time back and forth he got he, he got the same i feel he got the same suite all the time stay in the same spot he, he liked his he liked his uh he, he was a creature of habit he loved to go to the same spot same thing play the same video game the same video, video poker, poker yeah all that so the reason why you have a lot of a lot of video footage of him is because he was there every weekend bringing suitcases in and staying in the same spot you don't know this guy probably he, maybe he was retired but maybe he was hired to to stage a to stage a whole a big old shooting because if you're a guy like that you know there's video cameras you're not stupid if you own all this stuff and you're pretty smart you know there's cameras that are going to see your face you all know right. that there's time everything so, cell phone covers all that stuff so when he when he actually so came to gonna, when he first came to the property uh he called the bellboy to assist him which and he has 23 high powered weapons and he had to go he had to make three total trips to bring these weapons up okay so this is a red flag for me first of all because if you have weapons and ammo and all this ammunition and you're no, having no, somebody you know hold on weapons though they were just luggage i, saw I know the videos. i know i know i know but this is what this is why it's weird to me bro because if you have 23 high powered weapons and a bunch of ammo and you have a guy carrying your luggage and just picking up like dang this is pretty heavy sir yeah because dude it's it's that's a red flag for me so he goes and he rents his he rents this suite he's got a suite he's got a suite at the mandalay bay Right. And he's got a, he has a suite there and he also has another suite at another hotel. Right. So as he as he brings his bags up, he goes up there. He does use the service elevator, which is pretty crazy. Um, and uh, he also during the, that week, they say that he went, he, he uh, purchased a 308 
bolt action rifle, which, I mean, he already has 23 uh, high-powered weapons on him and one handgun, so that's kind of weird. Uh, he was staying at this hotel. Uh, the night of the shooting, he, he set up uh, cameras on the outside, which is like a baby camera, so he can see who's coming up and down the hallway. He also put cameras on the people. Before the shooting, um, before he shot at the audience, uh, he actually shot, he, he saw someone coming up to his, uh, his room. He shot 35 shots. Uh, before he did, did the shooting and he ended up injuring this guy, Jose Campos. He shot him in the leg. Um, and the police were radio in at that time. And it took the police actually 72 minutes to end up in his room. Um, so he's basically, he broke out two windows. Usually when you break out two windows, you're going to have an alarm go off, right? They, they have that because if people actually break the window, they can jump out the window. So alarms should have went off. They should have been alarmed immediately. Um, the police were told to stand by. Okay, stand back. Okay, so that's why it took 72 minutes for them to get up to his room. Um, they say he shot off a thousand rounds, killing 60 people, including himself, and injuring 867 people. Now, now you're going through all, you're going all the information because you're you're going through all that stuff on fast. I do, I have I to get it all off, dude. Subjects, but but you're 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 not you're, you're rattling off, but you're not you're not touching the subjects of of. of of what he was doing the night before, what he was doing the day of, he was gambling. Yeah, I said that. Okay. I said he was at that's this it, casino it, gambling. He wasn't. He wasn't. It, it, it didn't show any video footage of going to his room, accessing his room, doing what they said he was doing. Because he, it, it sounded like to me he had OCD because he went in. They said he opened the doors 16, 20 times, shut them, opened them, shut them, opened them, shut them. As he was, because he had a room that was adjacent to that to the other room. It was one thirty four. Yeah, you yeah. had another room, okay? So those, but as the shootings went on, none of those, as you see videotape, none of those windows were broken out until the next day, um, okay? And they said they are broken glass, the person down the stairs, and they said there was no broken glass, there was nothing. And and the, 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 the reason why I feel like it was a false flag, because there was multiple people, multiple witnesses that said there was multiple shootings. Because okay. you can't hit... Yeah, Nobody I have on Tropicana. I have somebody at Tropicana from Mandalay Bay with the AR-15. I, don't I have a are. section. Jay, I have a section for 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 all, so we can go over all the crazy scenarios. I just kind of wanted to go over the timeline first. Um, so basically, I, I was at the he he entered 867 people. The crazy another thing that's pretty crazy is before he shot himself because he ended up killing himself. He destroyed the laptop hard drive. So why would you do that if you're going to kill yourself? Who cares what's on there? Um, the rounds were shot off. Uh, both the, there was two assault rifles put on tripods with scopes. Okay, so he was shooting with a bump stock. This is very important, nine guys. Minutes. This nine is very. Minutes. How are you gonna do that for nine minutes? You gotta make you gotta make decisive decisions on what you're doing. Loading. You have to have very knowledgeable about the weapons you're using. What you're putting. What, like what if one jams on you? What, yeah. you? You're not gonna have. There's no way you can shoot all those people in nine minutes. There's no way. Yeah, it's okay. So that is very okay. So he has a bump stock, which that's another thing that they this is what they use right here to make this is what this whole the reason why we feel that it's false flaggy because they from this shooting they made the bump stock illegal. So they made it so that this gentleman has a bump stock on both weapons and it sounds like he's shooting automatic. That's all you hear basically. Um, so he was a he was at a distance of eleven hundred feet away from the from the people that he was actually shooting at, which is a I mean it's it it can shoot between four hundred and six hundred meters. So I I mean I've shot before between three hundred meters in the military. 
How do you yeah, know people that, have to talk to Kenny? That is an odd one, man. That is an odd one for you sure, gotta, dude. You gotta be the best. You gotta be a best marksman. And if you if you're hitting people on nine minutes that fast, and you're hitting people like miles away, here's here's no what's way, crazy, Jason. No here's one last thing I gotta get off before we go into these crazy scenarios. So that guy, Jason uh, Aldine, he was singing on stage when the shots first started being fired. He exits the stage, and then the the lights do light up the whole crowd. So whoever is shooting now has a visual of the whole crowd, dude, and it stayed like that. That is, that is, they should have made it go dark, but they lit up the whole crowd. The dude exits the stage, doesn't get injured, um, and dude, that that was very eerie to me. But let's go over, uh, Ron, Ron and Jason. Let's go over the the inconsistencies. Let's go over the inconsistencies of the story and the weird scenarios and how you guys felt about it. Ron, how how, how do you have anything on this one that you felt was just odd and crazy yeah. to you? Yeah, you know, I've been in the process of studying this whole Vegas shooting thing uh, uh, because I'm going to be doing, Ryan and I actually were talking. I mean, you could do a whole show just dedicated to the Vegas shooting into 100 episodes and probably not cover everything, right? So, right. So Very we're not going to so. be able to cover everything now. but For but, sure. But the inconsistencies are, it's just this guy's demeanor, uh, who he was, what his reputation was at the Mandalay Bay. He was a regular. He was always there. And this just this does not fit in with his personality whatsoever. And I mean, and not only that, but I've seen videos with multiple shooters, with gunfire coming from multiple places. Now, there's no way one person could take out that many people in that short a time. I just yeah. I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. There was a lot of inconsistencies with reports from from eyewitnesses saying oh no i heard shots coming from this direction oh i heard <laughs> shots coming from that direction and then there was some video of the mandalay bay and you were actually seeing shots coming from multiple places from mandalay bay yeah so and, th- and then this guy ends up dead i mean clearly this guy was a patsy it, for sure there's also a theory there's also a theory that this whole thing was brought down to take out a Saudi prince. To yes, a Saudi I prince heard that one, dude. We're staying at the Mandalay Bay. I mean, we don't have time to get into that, but that is something that that's people should look into. You know, you can't take this kind of stuff at face value. Yeah. In any type of mass shooting like this, you cannot take it as face value because because it it all fits the agenda. Yeah. And this guy, there's no way this guy smuggled that many guns into his room. Padlock yeah, probably walked in the room on accident and was like, what the heck is going on here? And, like, <laughs> and then, then they said, we'll just, we'll just put it on this guy right here. Don't worry, he's a dead body. Could have happened. There's no way that guy was hugging people, fist bumping the the the, the guy uh, helping with his baggage. He was like, "Hey, what's going on?" Like they knew him personally, like like, like they saw him and knew him like like intimately. You know what I'm saying? And that and, and a guy that's gonna go out there and and say that he had another room in another part of town by the uh, it was uh, 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 it was uh, what, what festival was it? It was a different music festival, the Ogden yeah. Music Festival on the other side of town. See, if you're gonna kill yourself, why are you planning on going to the other side of town the next day and doing the same thing? You know what I mean? And, or, or doing it simultaneously. So, so they, they you gotta have the that looked like there was already multiple shooters that were gonna be set up. Yeah, they probably already had it up, and then and then they targeted the Jason Aldean concert because that was the most 
the most people were going to be there because that was the biggest venue that was going to be there. Jason Aldean probably knew it was going to go down. Who knows? Because this is, this was probably some elite way to get uh, rid of some so of the people that were shot probably Christian. If you I guys, I, if you guys want to talk about the elite and a, a little bit a crazy, one of the crazy things that I feel was there was a massive pyramid right there, dude. The Luxor, dude, the massive pyramid right there, and looking down on them. Also, there were there were reports of several shooters from other hotels like New York, New York, Bellagio. There was also reports of shootings at the Tropicana, shooting at medical staff. So this dude, like you said, Jason, there's no way he's gonna be able to reach all the way from over there shooting at the those people. There were videos of helicopters with gunfire coming from them. I can't locate those, but I heard that there's videos of helicopters with gunfire. Uh, the police... There's videos, but you see the muzzle shots. You don't see the helicopters. And they yeah. said there's reports that a couple of helicopters shut off their communications and went dark for like 10 to 15 minutes. Here's... And I mean, I, when there's interviews, you can see people that are telling the truth and people that are like, yeah, man, this is the shooter, that guy's the shooter. And there's people like, you don't understand. They're shooting from above and below. They're, my friend's dead. That a different interview like you'd see the fear like there's a, there's no one there's no way you can act that out on, on no every way. on every conspiracy what i always say is follow the money in 2020 dude the families were awarded 800 million dollars dude for the deaths and injuries so when you look that kind of stuff up you just go okay that that right there i'm not saying that they got paid off but that is a way to pay people off to just stick to their story that they want the motive that they want to push, you know, their, their agenda. But there's another thing, man. Um, I want to try to get into, uh, we just did the Vegas one. I think that's pretty much the inconsistencies that we, that we had. Um, there was a lot of disinformation going through the police radio, similar to like nine 11 where all the jets were sent everywhere. So that's, that's kind of a, um, uh, kind of the same thing that they had there. Um, I kind of wanted to get into, we have like another, uh, maybe 30 minutes. Maybe we could get into, uh, the Sandy Hook one. That's a, that's a, I'll see if I have time to put that in. Well, well, no, it's something in because you got kids involved in that one. You know, like it's all about just kids and you got people's parents that, that say something. But I will say that, it might, it's a false flag because it definitely shows the size, but I think people were actually, they might've been shot there or, or not. I don't know, but it, right. it, 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 let me try to prove to you. Let me just prove to you the craziness I know, I know, I know. that I got, bro. Because so, uh, I heard about it and right when it happened, I go, oh, that, that's a, that's a lie. There's no way they're going to. And I saw a video of people that were getting interviewed, laughing, laughing in, in, in between. We'll get all to that, bro. We got a little time. Ron, do you have like another 30 minutes? We're good to, to try to knock this yeah, one out. Good. Yeah, All right. Yeah, so let's, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm rambling, but I have to like at least put oh, like this. this, this I have good. to put the beginning like storyline of what's going on. And then we just, then tell me what inconsistencies you guys saw. And I got a ton of them. So Adam Lanza, uh, if he's even a real person, I don't know. Cause he had no Facebook account or nothing. Dude, this guy has more balls than like a Mexican mafia or Italian mafia hitman, bro. Because he went in, they say, first of all, they say that he killed his mother at home, drove by eight other elementary schools to end up. He's only, first of all, he's only six foot, 120 pound kid with Asperger's. They say that he killed his mom, which is that, that's right there. That, that takes like, Geez, you got to be insane to do that. And then drive to a school to go shoot the, the kids. Um, there was a, this is a side note. There was a nurse that said on national television, she said that she, that Miss Nancy Lanza was a wonderful teacher for all these years at Sandy Hook. 
But then they had to take that story and redact it. What they were trying to do was build the story like, oh, the reason why Adam Lanza did this to his mom and these kids is because his mom worked at Sandy Hook. But she actually never worked there. So that story had to be redacted. They tried to create like a motive for it. Um, So what happened is he uh, and then also when he drove up to the school, when he first pulls up, the crazy part is he actually parks legally. I, if, if I was going to pull up to the school, man, I would just whoop and then just go in. He gets up. He left all four doors open, which I don't know why that happened. Uh, the media says that he shot out the window with eight rounds, but there is nothing in the police report saying that he went through the window. There Because there was no way he's going to make it through that door because that thing was actually locked. But in the police report, they didn't say that he was he went through the window. Um, so he he walked in. With us uh, through the school with seven magazines, two handguns, and an AR-15, and he went in there. Um, he ended up injuring uh, 20 kids in eight minutes. Actually, they said he uses Bushmaster AR-15 to shoot 20 kids and six adults. He shot 153 rounds. The people that he shot, they said he shot three to 11 times, and he supposedly where, stacked where is located in Where's Connecticut. Is in Connecticut. Connecticut, yeah. You didn't know that. No, I thought it was in Colorado too. I was going to say there's a lot of stuff. You're talking about. No, nah, that, that actually there was. But going on over there. so in eight minutes they said that he uses Bushmaster AR-15, shot 20 kids, and then he ended up. Uh, then he said that this crazy thing is they said they had 15 people stacked in a bathroom, like piled on top of each other, which it makes him sound crazier. You know that was in the police report. Um, one of the the teachers that were interviewed the uh, after the shooting said that. And this is the the story about the 15 people stacked in the classroom. She said that uh, she said that she had 15 students in the in, in the bathroom. That's where they all go whenever they like when they have drills. And there was, that's like she said it was a three by two foot bathroom, right? And she said that these kids you go there for drills. You go outside for drills. You take off and, and yeah. And there's a fire drill. Why they all go, go into this bathroom? bathroom and lock the door, right? But she said, bro, she said she's, she's getting interviewed. She said that she had 15 students in the bathroom when the fo- the shots started going off and she asked, the lady asked her, how big was the bathroom? She said it was three by two foot. You cannot fit 15 people in a three by two foot bathroom, bro. Okay? She said there was some kids standing on the toilet and they were all stacked up in the restroom. She said that she got scared. She grabbed one of the kids' face and said, everything's going to be okay, honey. And and she's not crying, dude. She's just standing there like acting like she's crying, but there's no tears. You know what I mean? So it's crazy. Um, so that happened. Um, so th- that's that's basically what the, the official story was, okay? So that that is – did you guys know about any inconsistencies of, of, of this Sandy Hook? I have like a ton of them, so I'd, I'd like to go well, over that. Well, Sandy – Sandy Sandy Hook uh, is is a really touchy one, right? But yes, uh, you know because because if this person actually did this on his own, he went in, killed twenty six people, twenty kids, six adults, whatever. I mean that would be extremely sad, right? But, yes. Uh, but there is a lot of inconsistencies with the Sandy Hook shooting and a lot of strange occurrences before and after, mm-hmm. and and I think you know. If there are conspiracy theories, well, I think they're worth looking into. I mean, uh, his and we got to look at the ties. Either his dad or his mom was involved with the CIA, right? And this seems to be a common thread with a lot of these people that are that are doing these mass shootings. The other thing is, is he the kid allegedly had Asperger's, right? Uh-huh. Which is a type of autism, and and he was a loner, and uh, you know, and all these other things. And so he allegedly kills his mom, 
goes to the school and shoots up 26 people. Yeah. Then when the cops get there, he commits suicide. Yep. To me, it just sounds very, very convenient, right? Then, then, then there's pictures of him like prior to that where he looks like he's on psychotropic drugs. I mean, his eyes, he's like got bug eyes and everything like that. I mean, there's more to this story. Yes. The other inconsistencies are, are the parents. Now, I'm saying some of the people that were interviewed, they've actually proven that they're crisis actors. Yes. Right? To this day, we have not seen bodies of the kids. And I mean, I get it. It's a touchy situation. I'm not saying it's a false flag. I'm not saying it isn't a false flag. I'm just saying there's way too many inconsistencies with right. this particular setup, right? I remember seeing video of the cops chasing down somebody else dressed in black in yep. a field right next to the school. That went black. You didn't yep. hear anything else about that. There was nobody else involved. And then there was there was uh, conspiracy theories coming out saying that the school had actually been closed for months. The school wasn't even being used led, leading up yes. to this time. And then after after everything was said and done, they mowed the school right to the ground. Yep. Nothing Demolition. Else to investigate. Nothing else to investigate. And here's the odd one that I read somewhere. As I don't know how true it is, but everybody in that town's mortgage was paid off on their houses. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yes, I have. I mean, I mean, I don't care on what side of the fence you're on with the Sandy Hook thing, but none of that shit adds up. Nope. It, excuse my language, but none okay. of that adds up. You talked about the no. bodies, right? You talked about the bodies. So the chief medical examiner, Dr. Wayne Carver, he was the one that was being interviewed, the one that said that this is all going to topple on Sandy Hook's head later, right? So he passed a bill that all pediatric autopsy reports be unavailable to the public and death certificates. The medical examiner was so adamant about getting this passed, he said that he would resign if they don't pass it. This is before the Sandy Hook even happened, right? This is so that when people try to use the Freedom of Information Act to try to get the death certificates and the autopsy reports of children that are, you know, because pediatric means children, then they are not allowed to see that. And then there's a separate bill that, that came out where, where if a child homicide would not be available to the public, period, right? So the crazy thing about doctor or chief medical examiner, Dr. Wayne Carver, is he says that he actually did the autopsies at the scene of the crime. He said that the army helped them set up a triage and that they did all the autopsies there at the scene. That has never happened. I don't believe I've never heard anybody ever say that they would do such a thing. Normal, norm, nor have I ever heard like a, a, a chief medical examiner jump up on stage with the media, all taking pictures of him, talking to him. He also, I never see that really, but he also said that at first he was like, they said, well, how many, you know, how many kids got shot? He said, you know, 20 kids, how many, and, and they all got shot three to 11 times. Well, uh, what weapon was used? And he was like, Oh, the shotgun. And then they were like, well, the shotgun was in the car. And he was like, Oh, if you're going to ask me questions like that, you need to ask the sheriff. And, uh, you know, the state, uh, his name was, uh, Vance, uh, officer Vance, which is like the state police. And, um, so he was a little mixed up on his story. Now, if he is actually the chief medical examiner, he needs to know what's going on with these kids. He said they got shot three to 11 times each kid, right? Um, he said that he did the autopsies because it's, uh, you know, 
And he didn't. Oh, he also didn't let the parents see the pictures of the kids, dude. I mean, I mean, get to see the bodies of the kids. What he said is he took a picture of each kid and he actually showed the parents and the parents were okay with that. Do you think there's any parent in, in the United States or in the world that would never like not want to see their kid? You know what I mean? Or hug them or maybe just see the body or whatever. They're, they're just going to they're just going to take his word for it and, and see a like, picture of the kid uh, for closure for closure. Uh I would think that a parent would want to see their kid no matter what condition they were in. And yep. here's another question. Here's another question. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if it's mandatory or not or, or why they did autopsies, but would you really have to do an autopsy on a body that was clearly shot to death? Yeah. Wouldn't that be the, wouldn't that be the cause of death? Yeah, that's right? true. I mean, there's a lot of inconsistencies right there. I mean, not letting the parents see the kids uh, and this and that. And I just want to bring in another thing. Where those kids go? That, that, Where the bodies odd, go? That, that's an odd theory. Yeah, Jason, that's one of them. But listen, so people that were, uh, people that they filmed and took pictures of uh, that were out in the parking lot crying, you know, with all the little kids and, you know, uh, just a lot of pictures that were taken. There were several people in those pictures at Sandy Hook that suspiciously looked identical to people that were in crisis at the Boston bombing. Yeah. And I mean, that that's out there. That's on a lot of websites. That is. You can go out there. People can go out there and research that on your own. Just don't use Google. But, but yeah, so, <laughs> so, the, so there's at least three different people that look eerily identical to people that were at the Boston bombing, which Sandy Hook was in 2012. The Boston bombing was that following April in 2013, right? So I don't know. There's just a lot of just a lot of questions to, to do with Sandy Hook. You know, Sandy Hook is such a touchy subject. I mean, you know, the whole Alex Jones got sued over the hand, uh, Sandy Hook thing. Uh, yeah. Because he came out and said. He, but he's he a, the story. you know, you know what, what Alex Jones is, though, bro. You know what I mean? Like, we know as conspiracy theorists now what, what he is, you know. We used to think that he, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about the guy either. But first of all, bro, he got sued and he, you know, he's about his money, right? So he was talking about, he was, now he's trying to say, well, all of us are out here have psychosis. You know what I mean? That's what he tries to say. Everybody that believes us has psychosis, right? So he's just protecting his money. He's not saying that this never do happened. Think, do you think that's why he always acts like he's crazy? Probably. And he's also, dude, you know, he's planted, dude, as a conspiracy theorist. He's get, he's, he is planted, bro. Okay. I'm not going to, I'm well, not going to say well, 100%. There's a lot of talk out there that he's a shill. Yeah, a shill. There we go. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> but I can tell you, I can tell you one thing. He gets uh, good information. I actually, I actually got into studying about the elite and the Bilderbergers and all these and all these rich people that are trying to get rid of us uh, because of Alex Jones. And that guy, say what you want. Maybe he is a shill. Maybe he isn't. But he's right more than he's wrong. He's yeah, you thinking, he and he's good. He's good, bro. Don't get me wrong. He's a great researcher, yeah. and he has a great team. You know, what I mean, I, I don't want to talk it, bad about him, but he's in, he's in it to make money, though. I mean, I mean, look at how much money we make off of our podcast. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I'm still in the hole. I don't know about you, but <laughs> I am. But I, anyway. I bought the microphone. I bought the microphone, the laptop, and and also yeah. Zoom is 150 bucks to have it for the year. So I'm already like yeah. a grand so, in the hole. <laughs> so, so here's the, here's my comparison, bro. Here's my comparison, because if you look at the agenda, right, us guys with our small podcast are just we're doing it for nothing, basically. I mean, at some point, hopefully we can merchandise some stuff and people can support us with some donations and things like that. But we have no monetary uh, agenda here. 
Like, yes. like we're getting the word out to people for free. You know, I mean, we're not looking for notoriety. We're not looking for any of that. But I mean, there's a lot of things that people should know about because they simply don't know. Yes. Because they don't know because the mainstream media does not report. The on information them. doesn't reach them. Right. Right. And we hope that maybe if, if we can enlighten 10 people, you can enlighten 10 people. You know, before you know it, we have, you know, uh, 100,000 people that are thinking a it's little bit differently. It. Yeah. All right. If we change one person, it's worth it. Okay, yeah, so you're right, correct, correct. Yes, amen to that, bro. And and we, we, we try to spread God's word, man. So the parents, okay, there's also another thing. Like the parents of the victim just happen to be gun control advocates and they have particular careers, just to name some of them, like Francine Wheeler, mother of Ben Wheeler, is an actress, former personal assistant uh, to Maureen White, who's a finance chairman of the Democratic National Committee, and her husband is an actor as well. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's another guy, if you look up the videos, Ron, he actually played a role of the dad that got killed and also one of the SWAT team members. You could see a picture of him walking in a SWAT team member suit, and he's also supposedly the dad of this kid. That's another thing that's out there. If you guys look that up, uh, his last name is Wheeler. I cannot remember the dad's name. Uh, after the Sandy Hook shootings, most of them uh, are making money, like uh, money after money on their business ventures as far as for security for schools, gun lobbying, and also nonprofit organizations. Uh, Emily Parker's parents, they started the safeandsoundschool.org. They have like 32, 32 million uh, hits. Um, Jesse Lewis is one of the uh, kids. Uh he got 2 million people from 99 countries or 95 countries. They donate crazy money to them. Um, there's a sandyhookpromise.org. All these different things that they started. Um, and also, if you guys want to follow the money, there was 2.5 million people sent to law enforcement. Or it's 2.5 million dollars sent to law enforcement, and then an additional, uh, an additional 7.1 million. Uh, a grant uh, to the first responders. There's a charity money rose for the Sandy Hook parents of $27 million. The Newtown uh, parents, the state of Connecticut got $50 million. Uh, they tore down the whole school and rebuilt it. Uh, and that took another $50 million. General Electric donated $15 million. I could keep going. Department of Education, $1.5 million. All these different money, dude, go to this place. So if you added all that money up, dude, that's so much money. So all the, that's an easy way to pay off these people. And also, like you said, the mortgages got paid, right? So it's like a good way to pay these people off, dude. And, and people will be like, oh, there's no way. There's too many people that have to be involved to know. But if you look at a secret society or CIA, dude, there was a lot of people that if you look at the, like an actual visual of the top, all the people that pulled up to the to the scene of this, all you see is gray and black uh, Crown Victorias. So that kind of tells me that most of the people that pulled up are probably working for the government. So the parents, dude, also the parents, dude, another thing, dude, is the parents are old, dude. They're all like in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and they're supposed to supposedly have a six-year-old kid. So if you try to take a photo of their kid, you know what I mean? And, and dude, if you're 50 years old, I'm not, no offense to anybody, Usually you don't have a six-year-old, right? Look at all the parents, bro. They're all like 50 or 60 years old or 40 years old, dude. They're, I don't see any of them 35 years old. Also, there was 600 people that are supposedly at that school, right? I only see them interview those parents, right, of the victims. And also maybe one kid I think that got interviewed, right? I don't hear all those other 600 people talking. Where the, where's their story? And also, where's the video of them exiting the school? 
I don't see any video of 600 kids exiting the school. All you see is a video of one classroom. There's a teacher that's walking in front and it looks like an FBI agent is shooing them off. That's the only video you see. And there's, there's dash cams everywhere that they actually released where you never see 600 kids exiting the school. So what happened to them, right? And then when the kid was being interviewed, the one I'm talking about, he said on Dr. Oz, he said that, that we've been doing a bunch of drills at my school. And you know what, Dr. Oz? I felt like this is just another drill. All I heard was things clanging in the background. Uh, did you hear any gunshots? No. I just heard stuff clanging in the background. And he was real nervous on the show, obviously. He's only a kid. You know, he's six years old. But he said that our school keeps doing drills. So I think that this is a drill gone live. Okay, the Connecticut State Police Lieutenant Vance actually had a drill at another school. You see him actually on the news like, well, we run these exercises because we want to make sure we're on it when something like this happens. Right. I think it was a drill gone live, dude. Then they were using the Sandy Hook school. Like you said, it was shut down already before that, dude. There was mold, lead, all this stuff in the school. And there's a guy, dude, that um, he uh, man, I wish I could remember his name. I can't remember him on here. Um. That, that was really looking into the Sandy Hook. He actually got sued by one of the parents, but the, the guy never put him into court. Um, I have his name here somewhere. But anyways, this gentleman was, um, he was actually head of school safety, right? Uh, uh, and he actually used to, oh, Wolfgang Halbig. There we go. And he was saying that that school had lead, all this different stuff in it where the the kids were not supposed to be there. And, and it, it, it's illegal to have them there. And this is supposed to be a prestigious school. So if you have lead um, and, and uh, mold and all this stuff in the classrooms, how are you going to be a prestigious school and, and allow these kids to be there? Lead is very, Jason, you brought this up on another podcast with kids. Lead is, you know, that's a no go. You know what I mean? That causes kids to, to, uh, to have major problems. And you're going to have mold issues in a, in, in a building that's, that's not occupied. Exactly. Right. Because if a building is occupied, it's going to be cleaned constantly. You're not going to have a mold problem. Yeah. There's a lot yes. of inconsistencies with this story. Definitely. Definitely a lot of questions that need to be answered, but, but, but they get you past that. Because Sandy Hook happened in December 14, 2012. When did the Boston bombing happen? April 15, 2013. Uh -huh. So they gave you a couple of months and now, boom, a new thing comes up. Yeah. Now it's Boston. All the yes. news is on Boston. And they were running a drill in Boston also. Don't you find it odd that whenever these big, these big mass casualty events happen, uh -huh. they just happen to be running a drill there? That's what I was saying, I mean, what, dude. What's the, what's There's, the always There's always yeah, a drill. There's always a drill, bro. COVID was the kill. COVID's been a drill for the last two years. <laughs> okay. Also, no trauma helicopters, Ron and Jason. No trauma helicopters were even called. None of them. If there's 20 kids that are killed, don't you think there should be some trauma helicopters? Um, then they took the... Okay. Also, they blocked the street so no paramedics could get there. So they had everybody meet at the firehouse. They had like, they had the paramedics there. The paramedics were not allowed to go into the building. It was only police. And who are the ones that actually declared the kids dead? Usually a doctor has to legally declare the kid dead. Who did? We don't know. Um, uh, not, uh, actually, a medical examiner has to do that. Oh, okay. Okay. So we're, so that maybe that, you know, they do have, uh, the chief medical examiner there. So he declared that I thought it was a doctor. That's, that's what I was told. A doctor has to declare him dead. That's what I heard, but I don't know. Um, well, I mean, that could, that could be, but I mean, uh, I mean, they have to, even if a person is shot and I don't care who it is, they have to make sure that that person cannot be revived before they can clinically say they're dead. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. 
okay, and it's usually sense. it's usually the medical examiner that has the final say it has the final sign off on that yes again more inconsistencies yes um what's what's another thing we had here so this is kind of a weird thing there was a catholic priest uh that was in front of sandy hook and an fbi agent asked him to go in and bless the teachers and children and he said no i need to go be with the grieving parents at the firehouse right um there's another video of the people that were actually at the firehouse and you can see them walking in circles dude and they look like they're lost in the sauce dude they're just going in circles there's no there's not like people running around panicking oh let's go here this what they do is there's like the firehouse and then they all just walk in circles dude and they look like they're lost in the sauce it's like it's like they're it's like they're just doing this for the camera and the and the police are the helicopter that's above just watching them they're not doing anything but walking in circles it's the same people walking in circles and circles and circles like Wow, that's kind of right. weird. Right, and uh, here's another thing, right? Again, just like I said in Colorado or other mass shooting events, right? Uh, how do you know there wasn't more than one shooter? Right, how could this right. be pulled off? And, and this one person, I saw the video, the cops chasing this person down beside the school up this field. Yep, I Not did too. Not a single word about that. Who was this guy dressed in black? He, he was, was sitting that? in the front seat. They took that guy that they arrested and they put him in the front seat of the police car, not in the back seat. When the heck do you take a suspect and put him Never. in the front seat? Only if they Never. know the cops, right? And maybe if you're a cop or you're an agent or whatever the heck he is, right? That was very interesting, bro. That's something I want to bring up. Also, there was a guy named Gene Rosin, dude. He, this is so, this is entirely, this guy is so weird, man. But his house is actually almost connects to the firehouse, right? And his, and his, he said that six, he said that, um, he said a bus driver dropped off four kids and then he walked out of his front thing and he saw four kids sitting there. Um, and they were saying, oh, my, my, and first of all, why are the kids on a, a bus? When all the shootings and stuff were going on, they were all, the classes were already in session. So they said that a bus driver dropped them off right in front of his house and they were dropped off there and um he never called the police the, the kids were saying that oh there's a bunch of stuff there he was saying that there was there's a bunch of stuff going on at the school oh my teacher my teacher and he never called the police he takes these kids the four kids brings them inside of his house and he tries to you know they say he's a hero because he took the kids in there and he tries to calm them down but dude he never called the police why are you not going to call the police bro and that's kind of weird to me, dude, that, that, that happened. And if you listen to his interviews, I would, I would suggest you guys listen to his interviews. Cause I do no justice just talking about the guy, watch the Gene Rosin interviews and how many times he switches stories on this, on that thing I just told you. And he sounds super nervous. He's also an actor. Okay. He is an actor. So he is also probably a hired crisis actor behind him is a Honda civic when he's doing the, um, when he's doing the interview and a Honda civic, a black Honda civic is used at the, is the one that's used by the killer right so when they're doing the interview you see a black honda civic behind them with the window out and if you go to the school there's actually a black honda civic with the window out so it almost looks like they interviewed him before they put the black honda civic there that was very yeah, interesting to me that's very bizarre. bizarre man hey, you know you know what though josh where do you think this leans in uh how, how do you think all these agendas and these false flags uh work into uh, the reason why that I believe the elite are trying to uh, get rid of Christianity. I mean, let's, okay. let's bring it over. Let's bring it over to that because, okay. because I, I think that this whole thing is, is a reason to get rid of Christianity. They don't want people congregating. They don't want people to have faith. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's another thing that you could do a whole show on. For uh, sure. They, they're closing churches down. 
right, why are you closing a church but Home Depot's open? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Simple question. Yeah. Simple question. They don't want people getting together. They won't. They don't want to have people to give give had to have faith because if you have faith, then you have less fear. Yes. They want they Amen. want people to they want people to have fear. This is fear mongering. Every false flag shooting is is for is for fear mongering, and fear mongering is used to control the masses, keep you afraid, keep you in your homes, keep you from congregating where you can talk and discuss these things. And I think this is another reason why they're closing bars and pubs down. Because that, that's where the revolution, the American Revolution was born in the pubs of Boston. You know, that's why because they want to they don't want people getting together that are Christians, that are God-fearing Christians, that just like like when 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 America was started, we we didn't leave England because of taxation. We left because we wanted to worship how we wanted to worship Jesus. We, we, were, we were they were Protestants. They they left and they went to America and they started their own their, their way, to way to worship God. And yeah. then England and and those 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 the, the papacy over there, they didn't like that. So they're like, hey, you know what? Okay. L- look at this. Out. L- well, look at, look at, let me just say, south. let me say hold this, on, Jason. Hold on, Josh. I didn't get to talk here for a little while, but look at the South. If you if you look at the South and when slavery was invoked, those those the Southern people didn't even own that many slaves. The Northern people did that and, and they brought it down and they, they owned cotton stuff down the South. They came down the summertime. The Southerners were, were were Christians. They loved they loved their slaves. They brought their slaves to 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 church. They were they were very they they, were, they would they would let their slaves breastfeed their children, but not but they didn't like that. The the, the they wanted to break apart the the Protestants. It's been about killing Christians for a long time, and it's you're right. The elite are going to start going after that because Christianity is 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 the only thing that's left. Because between wiping out all because religion is different than christianity yeah. believing in christ and, and worshiping god the way he so, wants you to is not a religion so we religion is anything other than worshiping god so i'll say this we built our culture on faith but we have destroyed our culture with fear like ron was saying okay so i think that the like the world or has lost the moral compass, dude. Instead of integrity, people are afraid to say what's right. They want to, you know, what's right is wrong. What's wrong is right. Uh, the media, entertainment, if you try to stand up, they try to tell you, you know, if, you, if you're biblically or morally, then they, they try to tell you that it's wrong. Uh, definitely. And I think that they want to take the weapons. My main thing, the reason why I think they need to take these weapons that are comparable to the military is because when they bring in the mark of the beast, now we're supposed to have a rapture before that. So the church is supposed to be raptured, okay? So, Ron, you're a believer jason you're a believer i'm a believer i i have you know i love the lord um and 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 if the the, when the rapture happens we we're supposed to be taken out but when when the rapture happens dude after that all hell breaks loose you know what i mean that's going to be the end dude we got seven years of of craziness and when the mark of the beast comes dude they have to have all those weapons they can't have a whole bunch of militias when they come and try to cut your head off to take the mark of the beast this is extreme to some people's ears because they don't understand what revelation's about but when they come to try to give you the take the mark of the beast they're going to tell you you either take the mark of the beast and worship the beast or you worship jesus what do you choose well i choose to worship jesus boop your head's cut off 
or you're probably going to be shot. A 50 cal could take your head off pretty easy. So not sure how they're going to work that. First, they're going to come to your children and they're going to put the gun to their head right in front of you. They're going to say, you need, and that's how, they're not going to be, this come to you first. They're going to want you to make, they want to want you to, they want you to bow. And you know what? That That's going to be a hard, like he says, men will have heart attacks. People, people will be so, so distraught. And you know what? That That, that is true. They're going to come. They're not just coming for your weapons. They're coming. They're 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 disrupting the family. They're making the men in the family. They're 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 them even more. They're going against how God set up marriages and how you're supposed to be. They make the woman more now the powerful one in the relationship. They yeah. make the man stupid. He can't do anything. He can't take care of himself. He needs a woman to wipe his butt. But that's not how it is. I, I there's I'm not saying anything about. I'm not saying hey woman get your butt in the kitchen and cook me three meals a day. I'm saying there's a there's a way God works worked out the family and that right now it's two people at work your precious child's at home or all right daycare daycare bro maybe being molested maybe being taught left issues being pushed these left issues and you're being at work not worrying about because you're like oh my kids at school he's being taught fine and then he comes home he's like daddy i want to be a woman now yeah. I want to ch- i want to change my gender because my teacher said it was okay yeah H- how do you deal with that yeah this is what a- do you do? What do you, and, and, and that's and then you have stars, movie stars to, pushing these issues too. Like it's cool, man. Okay, Ron. Ron, let, let me tell boy. you. Let me tell you right now. The reason why this is happening, though, you asked that question, is because the devil is working overtime, dude. Because he knows his time is almost up, dude. Uh, you know, Jesus. What happens is the devil has the grant deed to the earth, Ron, in the Bible. It actually says that in Revelation. But then Jesus is the only one that could take the seal, dude. He's going to take that grant deed of the earth from him, and he's going to come back, dude. When Jesus comes back, uh, that's why you see people that are, dude, you see people that are actually for people that are on death row, right? They'll back people on death row, but they're like, they're, I'm sorry. There are four people on death row, and and they're but they're for abortion. So a so person that's on death row that's that's committed a murder, they will try to back them up. But then people that are like aborting babies, they're for that. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. What's yeah. what's good is evil, and what's evil is good right now, dude. It's Josh, just it's let me crazy. Tell you what I think this is what we're dealing with right now. Go ahead. And I've been saying this for. We'll a end it with this, Ron. Go ahead. We're in a spiritual war right now. There's no Amen. question about it. It's a, it's a war of good versus evil. And this is a Luciferian agenda with this elite. All these elite families, they worship Lucifer. They've even come yes. out and said that. Of course. And I believe that I believe that these people that, that are pushing their agenda in Hollywood, they're push, they're pushing it in politics, they're pushing it, you know, everywhere, even in music. It's a Luciferian agenda. It's good versus evil. And I'll tell you what, it's a good thing that people like us, you know, when a lot of people that are for good are we're pro-gun we're uh-huh. pro-family yes we're pro-working man and and, and this <laughs> is the only and this is the only thing that's going to save this country and not just this country but it's going to save the world yes because because if you take communist countries they don't even allow religion we talked about that yes. about china yes but this is a fight of good versus evil and and as long as we stay with good you know maybe we won't make it but at least we wouldn't have given up enjoying the sources of evil and yes. i would never ever bow down to any evil ever i'm just morally a good person yes you know and, Amen. And i think and, and you don't even have to go to church to get that right like you could be a moral good person you could be a christian from home in your heart I mean, I, mean, I mean yeah i mean i believe in jesus christ i always have 
So, so I try to morally be as good a person as I can. And if I, and if I slip and fall off the wagon a little bit, well, I get myself back in check and, yes. and, and people, and people need to do that more. And this is why they want to close churches. This is why they want people to live in fear because they don't want people to unite under one common thing in the common For sure. is good. And they Amen. don't want that to happen. Amen. For sure. Yeah, I think that everything we talked about, guys, um, you know, the conclusion, I would say on the shooting part that we talked about, they have they all have stuff, something in common, dude. They all ended up like the Colorado shooting, the pistol brace and the ghost guns ban, the Sandy Hook. Obama, like he got the background checks. Uh, He also got like gun like the gun shows. You have to do background checks for that. Uh, The Vegas shooting got the illegal bump stock uh, made it illegal. So all they're doing is just like you said, Ron said it perfect. They're taking baby steps to take away the guns that are equal to you going against the United States military or whatever military is trying to come in here and take the, you know, uh, take over because in the Bible, uh, you don't see um, United States, which we're a huge, we're a superpower. We're making moves, but you don't see in the Bible the United States. So something happens to the United States. And what Ron was talking about, what Jason talks about, and what I talk about, you guys need to have fair warning, dude. If we continue down this path, we're going to see it become a communist nation and we are going to not be mentioned in the Bible because we're going to be wiped out, dude. So we got to make sure that we stay with God our keep our guns and and let's keep prayed up dude and let's end this with prayer actually because this is a this is a good time to end this so father god in the name of jesus i i i pray you know for ron and his family um i pray for all the families you know if if, if people got killed in these in these shootings i pray for their families uh i pray that um you know they you know i just pray you know that they they that god you put your hand on them but if they are trying to do these false flags that we feel lord we need to expose that lord so we need to have a uh we need to make sure that these airwaves are open everybody if they have ears lord let them hear all we're doing is just trying to expose the evil lord and i appreciate you giving me this platform uh giving me this voice uh giving me all my fingers and toes lord i do appreciate every day and i and i feel blessed lord to even be able to represent you um thank you so much lord for everything you do for us and uh, we just say thank you for your son dying on the cross and lord in Jesus' name amen all right guys uh, ron thank you so much for being on the show we shouted out the wicked planet podcast all my listeners go check out the wicked planet podcast ron is filled with excessive knowledge man and he's an awesome uh, and, definitely and, awesome and, person and hey, yeah, if this is your first time listening, go to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. Read the gospel. Get saved. Yes. Thank you, guys. I got to get out of here. I got to go take care of my kids. I love you guys. Same here. Jesus, love you guys. guys. See you later, Jason. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, guys. guys. Thanks, for, thanks for having me on, Josh. Listen, people can find me on Instagram at Ron from New England. It's real easy. They can find uh, the Wicked Planet podcast also on Instagram. You know, we're with you. You know, we're everywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple, Google. You know, check out Josh Monday's show. Check out the Wicked Planet. Uh, you know, we've got a lot of friends. We've got a nice little network going to get to get the word out. And we need people to listen and spread the word because we got to keep this thing going. It's a fight. Good against evil and good has to win. Yep. Amen to that. Amen. Thank you guys, you guys so much then. for listening. All right.